<laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, SM Town, let's hope. <laughs> yeah, many That way we can bring like XO, NCT, ESPA. Oh my God. Oh, full on dive. <laughs> yeah. SMT, you're bring, bringing the Kwangya to life. <laughs> I was about to say full on Kwangya. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Envy Podcast, where we talk about music, lifestyle, and pop culture. My name is Cheyenne, and this is my Envy mini-series dedicated to all things happening within the, the SMCU, <laughs> or SM Cultural Universe. Today, I'll be joined by fellow Envy writers, Valerie and Itzel. Cool. So please follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, because that will like really help us out. So for our first SMCU episode, we're diving into the origins of the cosmic universe of EXO and its storyline within SM Entertainment. Additionally, we'll be sharing our thoughts and theories behind EXO's concepts and how well it's been executed over the years. Exactly. Preach. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to start, we can talk about how EXO kicked off the SMCU before it was even a thing like way back in 20 technically 2011 2012 <laughs> they debuted in 2012 yeah but well the teasers had, like, yeah they released like a bunch of stuff in like 2012 to like introduce their universe but then they went to like full-on <laughs> smcu in their debut yeah so they had like each member had their own superpower and it was like super dramatic <laughs> and yeah. i loved it <laughs> Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, so I don't know if we want to like run through all of the members and their powers or just like talk about it in general because it does get like kind of confusing. Yeah, it gets kind of complicated. Like maybe we could go through like the general storyline. Okay. Like them you... and the Red Force. Yeah, did you want to kick that off? Just talk about like what they're all about? Sure. Well, um, so in the beginning, <laughs> uh, so uh, their debut starts with uh, the intro about their universe. And this like narrator talks about how EXO were 12 forces that nurtured the tree of life. And there was this red force that wanted to take the heart of the tree of life and to protect it, EXO divided in two. And yeah, like each protected one side, uh, which kind of explains their system of EXO-K and EXO-M. Uh, but these kind of altered space and time. Uh, so they created two different worlds and two different suns that look alike. Um, so yeah, to defeat in the Red Forest, like uh, they should like unite into one single entity and that way the world with like restore and the new world will rise. Um, so yeah, they their whole storyline is just them battling the Red Forest, uh, for example, in like, 2014 in overdose and the red forest traps them in like this hexagonal labyrinth and in lucky one they get to escape but then again in power <laughs> uh, the red forest uh, traps them again and steals their power so they have to fight them as humans and they seem to have defeated it but then um further in obsession it turns out that actually they the red force cloned exo and made like these evil clones which are called xxo and now they had to fight them 
um, but apparently they lost because at the end of the obsession and the, uh, you can see like the world burning to the ground. <laughs> but uh, then later in Don't Fight the Feeling, uh, we get like this feeling of, uh, of a new start uh, where they're free from, from the Red Force. So maybe this whole time uh, the world was meant to be destroyed for them to be finally free and have a, a, new, a new life, a new world. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> in a nutshell, pretty much uh, everything that happened with them. And that's as far as the storyline goes. So maybe like with these new groups like NCT and ESPA, it can be like further developed. Yeah, they have like this whole overarching concept that they carry into like their music and then even their videos for concerts and stuff. So it's always been super cool how they like take the whole group and put them in this fictional universe. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm actually taking a class in university that's called Transmedia Narratives that pretty much explains this whole thing of how you create like this universe and tell its story through like different forms of media. And I think EXO and K-pop in general have really mastered uh, transmedia narratives. Mm -hmm, for sure. And Valerie, were you like, are you a fan of that concept or like of EXO's powers? Because I know like some fans like it and some fans don't. So where are you? I think I liked it just because I was also like somebody who grew up on anime and I really liked comics too. So I've always been into like that whole like superhero thing and like the good versus evil fight. It's always the same thing over and over again, but it never gets old. And I feel like with EXO, it's just really interesting to see that even though like, you know, they've gone through some stuff over the years, you know, some people are no longer members and all that, but even so like they've managed to maintain the concept and figure out how to make it work with what they have. And I always find that really unique. It also kind of just reminds me of how comics like always reset too. Like you'll have one comic and then it'll that storyline will end and then they'll just start something different. And so I feel like with X, like they make a really good job of doing that while also maintaining that whole dual world concept. So it's really cool. Yeah, I totally agree. And plus, like no other group was really doing that. <laughs> I remember Itzel mentioned that in the chat. She was like, it was so original because like every other group has a concept just for that specific album. And then it totally changes like the next time. But with EXO, it just kind of continues the storyline and you're like, like mind blown with all the theories. <laughs> so that's what I thought yeah. was like always interesting about them. Yeah, same. Like one of my favorite things about this type of narratives is like the sense of community they create because uh, I remember like the whole fandom, every time like an MV dropped, uh, we all got together and like, united like a knowledge in our theories to kind of understand what on earth was going on so that's kind of like the cool part about transmedia narratives and like what EXO and K-pop has been doing over the years. I have a question were you guys like both into them from debut or where did you start getting into EXO? Um, I actually got into them when I was in high school but I didn't like follow them religiously I just watched their videos and I was like super into mama. Like it was cause I was edgy those days, you know, when everybody was seen in emo. And I, I just really liked the music videos too. I feel like with them, like their videos just really popped out for being very elaborate. And like, even like with overdose and like the mazes and the imagery was just always so like on point. So I was like, oh my gosh, like that's really cool. So I didn't really get into them super like 
heavy until like university like and I really like got into Coco Bop I was like oh my god like the superpowers are back like while they're on this acid trip and it was just really cool to like actually immerse myself more into k-pop at that point and so I was like wow like I paid more attention to like what was going on with EXO and all that too well yeah and for me I started to stand them in 2016 and they were the first k-pop group I stand so I was complete this was like a whole new world to me so I was like completely shocked by this whole thing about like the superpowers and the universe and the lore I had never seen like a western artist like well at least mainstream artists do that kind of stuff so so yeah I was fully invested because I like aside from K-pop I'm also like a really huge Marvel and Marvel fan and like fantasy book fan so it was really fun to see that incorporated into music same I found them like around 2015 it was like literally right before call me baby and I just remember like waking up to the the exodus teasers and they were so elaborate but I was so confused <laughs> I was like I don't know what's going on but like these seem like little movies like mini movies and I would just like go on twitter and see what everyone was talking about and I was like oh this is like a whole thing <laughs> So that was really interesting, just coming into it almost blind. Yeah, it's really hard to find like where to start, but once you dive in, like there's no going back. <laughs> Luckily I had already seen Mama, so I knew about like the Tree of Life and all of that stuff. So I knew like the basics, but yeah, it definitely takes a minute to like dive into the concepts and like what the Red Force is, what do they want? I feel like it's still, a loophole in a way <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so how do you think that they've incorporated it into their music like the lyrics are there any like references that you have noticed they're just kind of like the themes in their music mm, well uh i know that in their debut they really stuck to to their concept like um, mama's lyrics talks about like the evil in in this world and how there's like no no love and no empathy left in the world uh kind of like referencing uh yeah how how the red force is kind of trying to take over the world um but i think that further like further into their career they didn't really like stick to it that much at, at least in their music like their videos and their vcrs they really develop their concept, but I don't think their songs really do that. I think that would be kind of limiting. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Valerie? Yeah, I also feel like at first they like went all in and then they kind of took a step back so that they can develop that audience. Because if you're gonna go in, like I think it's very hard to include lore and lyrics without making it too yeah. cheesy. Um, they've somehow done that with Espo, which is crazy. But I think for EXO, I feel like they probably went the safe route. Um, but I do know like they kind of do go back more into that like fictional realm with power too like when they're talking about the power yeah. and then the, the visuals as well like it's just very much like a superhero plot it almost gives me power rangers just with the way that they have like <laughs> the villain and like everybody has a special color but mm -hmm. yeah besides that i think they also went back with it and even like expanded on it with don't fight the feeling and i know like they that was like even their first mention of Pongia for exo too how they're yeah. mentioning like oh yeah like we're traveling like through Kwangia 
I think it's Kai's line too. Like when he yeah. says that and he's like, yeah, like we're doing this, like when they're on that spaceship. So it's pretty interesting to see how like they've taken the EXO lore, but then also just like placed it into like the overall like SM lore too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And even in their concerts, um, I saw them like in 2016 for the Exolution tour. And those were like, wow. it was like the best, <laughs> the best like VCR concept thing I had like ever witnessed. <laughs> Cause like, even in the opening, it's just so mysterious. And you're like, is this a concert or is this like, I don't know, an existential <laughs> event? <laughs> But it really felt like they were bringing that to life in the concert and like everyone just went crazy. So I love how they incorporate that and just continue the theme with Kai and his transportation. <laughs> yeah. Like and we see that how, a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know how it, I can remember if it was in like Exploration or Elixir, one of their like last tours, they even incorporated further their powers. And I remember like, uh, Suho make it rainfall and vacation turning the lights on and off like that was so so cool I've never seen any other artists do that and I love mm -hmm. it so much yeah I love that footage and I wish I was like in Korea at that time because wow <laughs> one day yeah. yeah I really wish they go on another tour <laughs> like, <please>. I know <laughs> I mean SM town let's hope yeah many that way we can bring like EXO NCT ESPA Oh my God. Oh, full on dive. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing, bringing the Kwangya to life. <laughs> I was about to say full on Kwangya. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like they periodically come back to it. I think a lot of it is like, maybe they try to figure out how to develop it. And then maybe that's why they kind of step back for a while. And they're like, okay, we're just gonna focus on this the music or like this one concept but i feel like for fans that have been here for a while and let know what's going on in the lore it's kind of rewarding when they go back to it <laughs> yeah definitely and you know like in this in the smcu like the idea of alternating universes and timelines is really present so maybe that kind of still fits into their their universe so it's not mm -hmm. really that crazy that they like deviate from their main fight <laughs> Right. And even when they do, they bring it back like Super M. I mean, that was kind of uh, a peak, I guess you can say, into EXO's lore. Because again, Kai just transports out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You see bits and pieces of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So do you think it's been successful? Like, have they caught an audience with that, with that lore and with the concept? Yeah, I'd say I do. What What do you think, Lali? I think so. I think it even influenced like other SM groups too. Like you have Espa and NCT, like who have both just a totally adopted a whole different like lore and universe. And they even make use of like the whole dual world concept that EXO kind of had at first with their like, um, you know, with XOM, XOK. They kind of have that in like a different way. For like NCT, it would be like their dream in reality. And then for Espa, it would be like, you know, the digital world versus like the real world. So like Kwangya and Flat are like on one end of the spectrum. And then you also have like the real world where the humans live. So I feel like they kind of kept that idea and took in like some of the plot elements from Exo's storyline and it like adopted them for others too. 
Yeah, definitely. You can see, I think I read this somewhere or somebody said it, maybe Lee Suman said it at one point, but they wanted to start like this whole SMCU concept back with EXO. Like that was their original intention was to just start this entire universe with all of their groups, but then they never really like got a chance to do that. So like Red Velvet and Shiny, they don't really have those kinds of concepts or that kind of lore. But now, like Valerie said, with NCT, they're like going all out with Espa. <laughs> they're like taking it to the max. So EXO was definitely the seed for that idea. Yeah, I'd say that the SMCU wouldn't be the same without EXO's concept. The blueprint. Blueprint. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's also interesting to see, though, that they kind of brought it back at a time when, like, superhero movies are kind of, like, really big right now. Like, they've mm -hmm. always been pretty big, but I feel like right now, especially for both, like, Marvel and DC, they're kind of making a, you know, a really huge comeback. So I feel like it kind of lines up with that and those types of fans. So I feel like it was very strategic and when they timed it too. Yeah. Like um, RJ said on our team, for people who don't know, RJ is a lot on our YouTube channel, um, but she mentioned the Marvel 2 and Citizen Pipeline. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so true. And I feel like you can say that just for SM in general, like the Marvel to SM stand pipeline. <laughs> But yeah, it's been it's been really fun, at least for me. So I hope that they continue it like once they're all back from the military. <laughs> I'm like dying. <laughs> still waiting, still in the military wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see what Kai does. Like, what is it next week his comeback? Oh yeah, because oh, he also like like puts a little bit of Exos universe in, in his own concept. I'm really excited to see if like he's he continues with that idea for Peaches. Yeah, same. And I think Suho brought it back for his um for his solo. I think he had yeah. like a, a glass of water and I was like powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean it'll be a few years, but like fingers crossed. Yeah, because it really relates a lot to to NCT but yeah mm. I have like the theory that it's all part of like one big experiment and for example like the red force mm. is like a single evil force that's trying to mess up like all these different universes and like they all serve like a bigger purpose that we don't really grasp yet mm -hmm. but yeah I'm gonna save that for later <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> what about you Valerie did you have any theories I'm trying to think I feel like there's a lot that comes to mind, especially like with the uses of, of color. But I think we can talk about that in the NCT episode too, because they use a lot of those, like, they take a lot of things from pop culture and then just like make it in their own. Because I was going to say something about like the red for it kind of reminds me of like um, the Matrix, like how they have the red pill and the blue pill. I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, with power, a lot of their outfits are like, in those bluish tones and I feel like even in Don't Fight the Feeling they have a lot of those bluish tones like in the video as well like just like from what I remember it was more like white lighting and then like they just had like those navy uniforms mm -hmm. I'm probably looking at it too deeply but it could be related because I'm like thinking about how there's like you know red forest is like you know when they go to red I feel like it, it starts like a new reality mm -hmm. um you know kind of like how in the matrix like um, Neo had two options. He had, like, you know, one pill and then the other pill was to remain ignorant. The other one was to kind of, like, have this vast knowledge. And I feel like the imagery with Exo's tree kind of, like, 
adds on to that <laughs> knowledge too because like if you remember like the bible like there's always like that one tree of knowledge and so like when you have knowledge you're giving up ignorance and so in that same way like when you have the two scenarios like the red force is like kind of forcing them to know things whereas you know if you know they're defeated or they don't exist anymore then there's no longer the need to know so there's like this maintained ignorance I feel like exo's concept kind of draws on that you know in the good versus evil thing like maybe for exo evil is knowing what's beyond the universe or exoplanet so that's just a thought but that's a cool one in NCT, the color coding thing like also takes a lot of relevance because you know how like the red color is like this dream state and the blue color is like uh like the consciousness so so yeah that, that would make a lot of sense and yeah. that would really be connecting like a very power powerful way these both universes mm. yeah i really like that theory i hadn't thought about that <laughs> I do too. Like that was deep. <laughs> and that even in <laughs> even in the teasers, like the universe teasers now, we're getting into NCT. But like with the red laser, they've had that before, like even in Wavy's comeback. And I'm just like, oh, what does the red laser mean? <laughs> See, like the red force is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the red force has infiltrated SM and they are in Kwanya <laughs> doing who knows what it all makes sense now <laughs> yes um with that said i think we've covered everything to this point we hope you enjoyed today's discussion and please let us know what you think on twitter and instagram at mv podcast yeah thank you so much for listening to mv podcast so make sure to tune in next week for more discussions follow us on soundcloud spotify stitcher and apple podcast where you can rate us five stars thank you <laughs> yay bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>